God calls us into a future that we cannot see. God calls us to believe in and work for a future of justice and peace, generosity and compassion. Let us pray. O Holy One, we come today acknowledging the relationship you have with us. We pray that you would increase our commitment to grow together. We pray for the capacity to share our gifts with the world. Give us strength and discipline. Make our lives examples of justice and mercy. Open our hearts to greater love every moment of every day. Good morning. Today's reading is from the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 13, verse 34. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. Here ends the reading. Thank you, choir. Brings back lots of memories. Singing in not this chapel, we had outdoor chapel in the middle between, uh, in the patio area of Peterson and Thompson. That was our chapel. And it was also our play area, it was our meeting room, uh, we had classes out there. Uh, that was most of the campus right there. Uh, we did have. E-building or D-building, whichever one of the chicken coops is left, uh, that building, the one that's left, was the president's office, the dean's office, and Dean Al Leland was the dean of the School of Education at that time. And, um, and it was the cafeteria, it was the coffee shop, it was the bookstore, and there were four classrooms in there. So we had three of those, and that was the campus besides the, the living quarters. So brings back lots of memories uh, hearing you sing. Thank you. Uh, I, I love the theme for this year, uh, Room at the Table. And uh, I'm not on campus daily. I, I drive through the campus daily because I live about 500 yards from here. But on my way to the office, uh, I get to see the campus. But I haven't been to chapel so I haven't heard the other approaches to this topic. However, I've seen who presented, and so you've had a good, diverse look uh, at the topic so far. And, uh, hey, how about the Pope last week? I mean, did he bring that uh, room at the table uh, theme? And I think he did more to uh, show about the the work of our Christian gospel uh, across the world than anyone in just a few days uh, than we've heard uh, from anyone or anything for years. Uh, I'd like to take this to my very personal level, uh, which Pastor Scott actually helped me determine uh, a while back. And uh, the, the verse that Katie read 
uh, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another, is the, uh, is the verse. And uh, I grew up in the Lutheran church. I was baptized Lutheran, confirmed Lutheran, went to Lutheran Sunday school, went to a Lutheran youth group, was very active in that. I went to a Lutheran college. Oh yeah, this one. Uh, and for most of my business career, 52 out of the 54 years with my company, I worked with a company that only worked by law with Lutheran people in financial planning. So you can say that my background is definitely Lutheran. Uh, my parents lived lives of, of love with those around us. Uh, we felt it. We had many good lessons learned around the dinner table. And I was born in East L.A. Uh, in 1942. 73. Okay, just <laughs> for those of you who are calculating. Um, and in the south part of our country at that time, and for my initial growing up years, uh, to high school at least, uh, in the South there was political tension, uh, racial divides that were huge, Martin Luther King days, uh, and yet in Pasadena where I was, from, where I was growing up at the time and uh, during those early years, we felt pretty protected. Uh, we didn't notice as much, for sure, uh, the racial divisions. Uh, in fact, uh, it was pretty easy. We lived here, and they lived over there. That was supposed to be taken as being kind of funny, because we did have a divide, but it wasn't uh, the same kind of tension uh, as it was in, uh, in the south part of the country. Um, and we were friends, we went to the same schools. Uh, Danny Moses was a very good friend of mine uh, and lived one and a half blocks uh, from where we lived. And we went to school together. We didn't spend a lot of time outside of school um, because we lived across that divide. Uh, and I remember a little differently from my two-year-old sister, who I just noticed is, uh, is here. She looks a lot older, too. Um, but, uh, and uh, that I noticed things were changing at around that time. Danny and I did visit each other's homes, not on a regular basis, but we crossed that divide. And so even in those couple of years, uh, times were changing. And Danny and I liked to be with each other. It was no spiritual journey of loving each other at that time. However, I think that uh, that love grew in that way. Um, we knew in our family that all our friends, if we show our love, and didn't matter which block they lived in. One of my dad's favorite expressions was, kill him with kindness and love. He obviously didn't mean the kill part of that literally, but uh, he, he did mean that if we show kindness and love, it will be returned to us many fold over and over and over again. 
uh, and that that love would break down any existing barriers. And I have found that to be true in lots of interesting situations for me. Uh, in my business, one of my jobs is conflict resolution. And I happen to love that part of my job. Um, most others in my job hate that part of our work. But I happen to, to love that piece. Uh, there are always two sides to a story, and uh, I love to ask questions, and I love to listen to the answers. And you can always tell by hearing uh, the two stories that it's regarding the same situation, but from very different perspectives. Um, and when the people that I'm working with know that I love them, then they will also listen to my answers uh, in a way with respect. And so they know that I love them and that that love is real and that I am listening to them. And so when I have to make then uh, a, the decision about the situation, they know that I'm doing it out of love that is very personal with them. So there is room at the table uh, when we can know that God's love is real through us. As I mentioned, I've been in the financial planning business for 54 years since I was a sophomore here at Cal Lutheran, by the way, with the same organization. And um, I, I felt as though I could sneak in one piece of financial advice here. Um, and uh, la last week I was in Minneapolis at a meeting and I had two experiences. One was a personal one where somebody came up and said, what you said changed mine and my daughter's life uh, in terms of how we deal with money. And I got another uh, a little thank you card from somebody else saying something similar about this idea. So it reminded me of the importance of this. I, don't, I can't figure out how it fits into the topic, but I'm at the podium. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'm going to inject it anyway. And uh, it, it's, it's called 10, 10, 100. Now most people would love to give and they'd, they'd love to save. And every time some of us get checks, we have that intent that we're going to give to our charity and we're going to save some money for the long term. However, being in the financial planning business, I know that that isn't exactly what always happens. People get the check and they think, okay, I'm gonna do that, but then they start paying bills and then they start doing the things that they feel are necessary in their lives and are. Um, and they get near the end of that pay period and they, oh, I haven't given, I haven't saved. Uh, next, next pay period, I'm gonna start doing that. And so they live with the guilt of not doing it and then it starts over again every pay cycle. So the, with the 10, 10, 100, uh, again, an, another lesson from my dad, uh, out of every paycheck I get, and I suggest this to uh, people who are looking at, at beginning to earn a living and, and those that do, if you take the very first 10% out of every check and give that to church or charity of your choice, and then take 10% and 
and put it in some kind of long-term savings, then you have 100% left to, that you don't have to feel guilty about and you can do anything you want to with it. You, I, there are bills to pay and there are things to do, but that is the 100% that you work with. And it's, it works, I know that from personal experience and I know it from others just uh, as I heard last week uh, in Minneapolis. So uh, there's my, uh, uh, the business side coming out, having to tell that story. Okay, anyone that knows me well knows that Romans 12 is my very favorite chapter in the Bible. Uh, it's a guide for living for me, and, and I just, I love uh, that chapter. Uh, and it's the, the chapter that talks about the different body parts and having their own function, and uh, they all fit together uh, to do the work. And later in the chapter, it talks about uh, what Katie read uh, about the love. Now, I'm a deep-thinking theologian, and Scott got that joke. Um, and my favorite version of that chapter is in the Living Bible, the paraphrased Bible. And I can even understand that. And so I'd like to read those last verses, uh, starting at verse 9. Don't just pretend that you love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Stand on the side of good. Love each other with brotherly and sisterly affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy in your work, but serve the Lord enthusiastically. Be glad for all God is planning for you. Be patient in trouble and prayerful always. When God's children are in need, you be the one to help them out. Get into the habit of inviting guests home for dinner. Just a note on a best practice here. It's good to tell your spouse uh, before they get there. Okay, back to the Bible. Or if they need lodging for the night. So imagine how different the world might look if we followed Paul's encouragement as Paul was shaped by the grace and love of God in Christ. Amen. Let us pray. For your goodness and generosity in giving us all we need. We praise you, O God. In every circumstance of life, in good times and bad. We trust you, O God. In love and faithfulness, with all that we have and all that we are. We serve you, O God. As we speak or write, reflect and act. We bear your image, O God. In our plans and work for ourselves and for others. We give thanks to you, O God. In every thought and word and deed. We live with you and for you, O God. Amen. Go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor everyone. Love and serve the Lord. And, the may, and may the grace of God be your shield, your guide, and your respite. Amen. Please be seated for our postlude. 